Hey, welcome to Hey Ass Butt. Welcome. Welcome to Hey Ass Butt, the only supernatural podcast in the world. I don't feel like that's accurate. Yeah, I feel like, I think that's true. Okay. Can I talk about how I do think we may have the best podcast name? We do. Yeah, thank you. We definitely do. Thank you. I mean, I know we're all biased. Hey, if you're listening to this, chime in with who you think has the best podcast name. And if you think it's ours, we want to hear about it. And if you don't, shut the fuck up. I mean, the road so far is also really good. Like, 10 out of 10. (laughs) But the fact that we snagged Hey Ass Butt so late in the game. Mean. Hey Asput, the only supernatural podcast named Hey Asput, as far as we know. <laughs> We're the best podcast named yeah. Hey Asput. If you go, if agree. you go on Spotify and search Hey Asput, we're the only thing that comes up now. Fuck Hell yeah, yeah, we are. We've killed everyone else <laughs> <laughs> through sheer will. Now that's will. just if you only search Hey Asput. Hey, there's there's us, and then there's a bunch of custom made playlists. Hey, oh, Asput. Yeah. Actually, saying, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up Spotify right now. <laughs> saying we were the only supernatural podcasts in existence wasn't a promise; it was a threat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I'm pulling up Spotify too to see what I get. There's so there's us, and then look at there's all these. Um, let's I'm I'm gonna click on one of these. So, oh, Jesus Christ. Here's the songs on a public playlist named Hey Ass Butt. Sweet Child of Mine, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Living on a Prayer, Poison, Jump, Highway to Hell, Paranoid, Paradise City, The Final Countdown, You Give Love a Bad Name, Back in Black, Welcome to the Jungle, Estranged by Guns N' Roses? Whoa, that's a deep cut. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to stop there. So this week we're talking about things we can't let go of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Who wants to close we that. haven't done one of those in a while. Yeah, definitely not. Not in, not in like a week, which uh, got fucked up in the recording. <laughs> yeah. Hey, full disclosure, this is the second time we've done this episode because my computer, <laughs> or really, the whole power grid in my town took big old shit for about two full seconds, oh, which Jesus. was enough for my computer to lose all my information. I'm gonna knock on some wood that that doesn't happen again. Also, yeah. last time we tried to record this episode, I had seen the episode earlier that day. Oh, I rewatched the episode. Did you? Yeah. I'm shocked to learn <laughs> okay, that. Okay, well, Hell I'll yeah. actually I'll I'll go ahead and get into what I can't let go of because it ties into this. I quote unquote watched the episode, which means I turned it on while I played Pokemon Emerald for 45 <laughs> minutes and then continued to play Pokemon Emerald right up until we started this recording. Hell yeah. See, it's a if, solid game. If that's oh, what it's we're counting, so good. if that's what we're counting as watching the episode, I quote unquote watch the episode. By which I mean, I turned it on for five minutes, got mad at my computer because it wasn't letting me mod Dragon Age Inquisition, and then I turned it off. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one integrity on this podcast because you know what? I'll admit it. I haven't watched the podcast since, or haven't watched the TV show since Thursday. Woohoo! <laughs> But we recorded last Wednesday, Ben. Hey. What episode were you watching last Thursday? It's probably an episode of Shorzy, I'll be honest. <laughs> Hell yeah, I loved Shorzy. It was so good. It kicked so much ass. Fuck. It, it, like, Shorzy had no... 
it had no um, business being as good as it did. Hell no, as it, it did as not. As it is, like it's it's so good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I can't let go of Pokemon Emerald. I started it. I started a run through on Sunday, and oh, I'm in the middle of a fight right now, so I can't see. But I'm pretty sure I'm like about 17 hours in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have, I just beat, um, the Lava Ridge gym. Okay. And I am in the Mirage Tower right now. I, so I, here's the thing. I had never played Pokemon Emerald. Mm. When I was a kid, I had Ruby. And I knew that Emerald existed. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, you know, it's just the combined version or whatever. It's just slightly different. The Emerald is like the definitive version. I didn't yeah. realize this. Um I never realized that the like that when they were still doing like type number like game number 3 for Pokemon games that that was like definitive version. Yeah. And Emerald kicks so much more ass than Ruby and Sapphire. Yep. Because there are one, there's more double battles, which was a big selling point when Ruby and Sapphire came out. They, like, place NPCs where they set you up to mm. do more double battles, which are fucking awesome. I love double battles. They're so much fun. Fuck. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that's the main thing. Mm. And I, I know that, like, I think it's cool that you interact and fight both Aqua and Magma instead of just one. Yeah. Like, because they're both doing bad shit. <laughs> and, like, that's fucking dope. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, getting through it. Oh, hell yeah. I remember, I think, I it was, like, well after they had come out. Somehow I played Emerald. It may have been a emulator that I did it on. That's what I'm doing. It was so good. See, I was going to ask if you've tried any uh, Pokemon randomizers before. I have not. God, um, so I'm doing fun. it on my, on my phone, so I don't know if I can do a randomizer on my phone. Yeah. But I may, um, if I get into doing some streaming, I may do a Pokemon randomizer. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, what else was I going to say about Emerald? Um, Oh, and also they brought back the phone calls. Like mm-hmm. that was something that I liked in Gold Silver Crystal was that you could basically you could rematch um trainers by giving them a call or they would call you sometimes mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, I'm ready to face you again. Uh I'll be right where I was." <laughs> yeah. And so in Ruby Sapphire they got rid of that and then they brought it back in Emerald and I think that's fucking great. It was so much fun to rematch like fucking Trainer Joey and whip his ass again. Yeah. 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 Show up at Joey's spot with your level 100 starter. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's a couple of hyper beams. <laughs> I have been sitting quietly and not paying attention because um, it still baffles me to this day that someone can have 17 hours in a Pokemon game. <laughs> Any What's Pokemon funny, game. That's hilarious, because uh, you're probably, what, maybe a third of the way through that game, Travis? Um, yeah, I w- uh, I'd say, yeah, a third. I have four gym badges now. Yep. Wait, four? Well, yeah, four I have half. four. I have four gym badges, okay. so I'm yeah I'm pretty much at the halfway point mm-hmm. because you you fight you go get the um, 
I mean, I, I I don't know what the Sapphire version of this was, but in Ruby and Emerald, you get the you fight Magma up at the top of Mount Chimney and get a thing from them, a meteorite from them, and then you wind up in Lava Ridge and you mm. fight Flannery in Lava Ridge, and that's pretty much right where I am. Yeah. Now those games are long, but they're fucking good. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I had over. 150 hours into ruby oh hell yeah i mean to do all the base game and extra content yeah although i don't remember how much extra content those games have there's a lot yeah because especially in um i know in emerald you get deoxys Mm -hmm. i don't remember if you get them in ruby and sapphire but yeah, there's all the red. There's getting the Reggies. There's getting Deoxys, Deoxys, Deoxys. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the Battle Tower. Like, there's oh wait, or is that Crystal? I think Crystal has a Battle Tower, but I think that generation had something similar. There, there's a Battle something right outside of Mauville. Mm-hmm. Um, although one thing that I do wish that they had kept in Emerald was the contests because they changed out the contest for battle tents and it's basically like you get three random pokemon mm. and you have to battle mm. and it's basically like how good are you at battling with just whatever you're given um and i wish that they still did like the contests because i thought that was fun that was fun like having to make like a cute pokemon and shit yeah, yeah. that was so much fun mm. i miss that is eevee oh. in the game yeah uh yeah, I think Eevee's in Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Could I make an entire gym just of Eevees and Eeveelutions? At that point in the generations, no. Damn. There were only four Well, I guess maybe, depending on your standards for being a gym, but there were only four or no uh five Eeveelutions at the time. So you couldn't have a full party. Listeners from the episode where we talked about like the highly specific gym types we'd be know mm. that the only gym types I'm interested in being are just the most adorable Pokemon, aka Eevee and all the Eeveelutions, and then the weirdly anthropomorphic ones. The ones that are just like almost human, you know? Oh yeah, I've got I've got a couple of those in my party right now. I've got a gorilla and a Kumbuskin. <laughs> which are which uh, are going to evolve into a Gallade and a Blaziken, which are v- very humanoid. Just, yeah, fuck. Like, if you ever look at a Pokemon and think, now there's a man who pays his taxes. That's what I want for my weird gym. I don't. I can't think of a Pokemon that looks like it pays taxes. Uh, Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime does not. Mr. Ass. Mime absolutely, especially the Mr. Mime that's fucking Ash's mom. That Mr. Mime pays taxes. That Mr. Mime one hundred percent pays taxes. Are you kidding me? He's in an adult relationship. He that pays that taxes. Mr. Mime claims Ash on his taxes as a dependent one hundred percent. Hey Ash, that's your fucking stepdaddy, dude, and he pays taxes. You know, low-key, I would love to have Ash as a kid because he's perpetually 10 years old. Always a dependent. Always a dependent. Yeah. 
<laughs> and also never at home. Yeah. He's a ten year old who's making his way in the world. He's the perfect child. Yeah. He's ten and he's he literally a world traveler. You can he's always... more traveled than most of the people in the series that he meets. Yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. And he makes his mama proud by like being a Pokemon master or whatever the fuck. I I I've watched like the first two seasons of Pokemon, the Pokemon movie. Actually, Ash kind of sucks. He gets beaten a lot. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but eventually, after like 20 years, he makes it, right? I remember seeing a Tumblr post about it where he like I don't becomes know. a Pokemon. Uh, I don't think so. I want to be I think, I think he like, like Ash I think Ketchum he gets there, was. but he doesn't win. You know what? I'm going to look it up. I'm going to see if Ash ever wins the, the, big, the big boy Pokemon tournament. I don't think he does. Once again... I do not know a lot about Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon, gotta catch them, hard ones true. I have heard, you know what I've heard, though? I've heard that the Pokemon manga, like, legitimately fucks. Like, it's supposedly Oh, yeah, really no, good. straight up. Sometimes I'll get on uh, on my TikTok feed, I'll get people talking about how fucked up the uh, Pokemon manga is. And there is a shot, there is a page where Rayquaza straight up stabs a bitch. Fuck. Like, through the stomach. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Like, cell style. Yeah, like just get stabbed. According to uh, Okay, according to um Screen Rant, Pokemon, every league championship Ash participated in and where he placed. And he won the he won one of them. Does it say which region? Manola. Manolo. Where the fuck is that? It's gonna be Manolo the Conference. Region. The news went around the world. After 21 years, Ash Ketchum was finally a Pokemon champion. After t- 20 years and always being 10. As previously mentioned, it wasn't entirely oh, true. Oh, it was the Alola season. Because Ash was already the Orange League champion. Still, his victory at the Manola Conference made him a regional champion, an honor that only the best trainers achieve. Furthermore, he was the region's first champion ever, making the whole thing even better. Oh, that's why he won. The standards were low. (laughs) There it is. His last opponent is Gladion, one of Sun and Moon's best characters. I can't read the rest of these words because they're all Pokemon names from Pokemon generations I do not know. (laughs) So that's that's how uh, that's what happened. That's what happened, and Ash won. Good for him. Good hey, for him. Good for him. Good for you, Ash. You finally did it. Made your town proud. Pallet Town, even. Pallet Town. Oh man, Ash is from Pallet Town. He's a pallety boy. Pallet yeah. Town in the potato region of the Pokemon world. A lot of people don't know that. That's exactly where it is. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) Speaking of tournaments and monsters. I was going to say, I may not know a lot about Pokemon. (laughs) But you know what I think it is? I think it's time to do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, man. (laughs) 
I was literally like literally yesterday I was browsing on Netflix and I was like, oh shit, 59 episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh are on Netflix. I have to tell Ari about this. Yep. Uh, sadly, the Japanese sub is not on Netflix, the original Japanese. and It's just the American just, four kids dub? Just the four kids. No, there's other oh. dubs, but... The oh, Japanese other one isn't there. Yeah. Ah, oh, what a shame. Hold on, let me look. Yeah, so it's time for my once a decade Yu-Gi-Oh rewatch, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I remember that Yu-Gi-Oh existed uh, a couple weeks ago, and this is where we're at right now. This is what's happening. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I, you guys will be pleased to learn that Yu-Gi-Oh is still as fucking insane as ever. Okay, here's the audio you can get for (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh! Spanish, English, Italian, German, and French. Okay, but is it... Is it for kids English? Or is it like a Netflix redub? It's absolutely for kids English. Are you kidding? Oh, okay. Netflix ain't redubbing Yu-Gi-Oh! Come on. Come on. I mean, they redubbed Evangelion. Yeah, but... Stepping stands. Even... I love the world where Evangelion is the stepping stone to, like, get ready to do Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I love the idea that Evangelion's, like, the tamer show in comparison. <laughs> it's definitely the less insane show. Is it? It's, How much of Evangelion more, have you seen, Travis? It's the more coherent of the two shows, I think. Is it, though? Hey, buddy! Can you go watch Evangelion, please? And then watch Yu-Gi-Oh! And we'll I've do a little only seen... compare and contrast. <laughs> I've only seen one episode of Evangelion. I've seen maybe ten episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay, so as the authority who's seen all of both and the reboot Evangelion movies, I'm going to go ahead and say they're about on the level. <laughs> <laughs> Both shows are absolutely fucking nuts. Oh um, my god. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! is just nuts for kids. And even Gellion has scenes where like 12-year-olds are coming on each other. So it's a little different. It's a little different. Shinji's 14. So he's like 15 when that happens. Oh, okay. Even Gellion um, is a deconstruction of like, hey, what would happen if we really made a 14-year-old get in a giant robot and fight in wars and shit. And it turns out it will fuck you up. <laughs> it's bad, bad actually. You probably shouldn't do it. Yeah, and Yu-Gi-Oh is a deconstruction of, hey, what if we brought a bunch of children and adults combined <laughs> and put them on an island and made them play children's card games? Yep, in a magical world where children's card games can hospitalize you. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think a lot of people know this, but even Gell- or not even Gellion, fuck even Gellion. I'm going to talk about the better show, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> A, a shot was just heard around the world. Okay. <laughs> there there are, like, otaku over the age of 30 who are planning my death right now. Um, but no, I think a lot of people forget that Yu-Gi-Oh! It actually started as a horror, mon- a horror manga. And Duel Monsters did not come first. Yu-Gi-Oh! is not a cash grab. It's not a Japanese version of, like, G.I. Joe. It started as a manga. Yeah. Which still blows my mind. Yeah, it's one of the wildest things. It really is. It's fucking nuts. And the story that, uh, incidentally, 
um, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh's last name is also uh, Takahashi. Um, Much like Yoshihiro Takahashi, except this is Kazuki Takahashi. As far as I know, no relation. (laughs) Uh, Yoshihiro Takahashi is the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, Yeah, that other you named anime that we mention all the time. Um, But yeah, dude really wanted to tell a story about like this kid who created or like solved a puzzle one day and then got possessed by an evil ancient Egyptian spirit who went around and like killed everybody who was mean to the kid. And then... He was like, oh, shit, I've invented this ver- this card game, Duel Monsters, and my fans want to know about Duel Monsters, and now the entire world centers around this one card game. <laughs> Absolute madness. I love this show so much. It's so stupid. And the 4Kids <laughs> dub really adds to it. I It really does. The 4Kids dub makes it its own work of art. It really absolutely does. First of all... Yu-Gi-Oh! The Japanese version is set in Japan? Question mark? (laughs) But the 4Kids dub is set in a magical amalgamation of countries. Jamaica. (laughs) Oh, that's my... There is this... um, There's this webcomic called Awkward Zombie that did a comic about that with the localization of the Phoenix Wright games. Yes. (laughs) Where they're like... It definitely in Japan wearing like Japanese um, like uh, garb. Uh, at, b- they're wearing like the um, festival <coughs> garb, and they're <laughs> but they're eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> I think the most infamous example of four kids localization going back to Pokemon is when Brock holds up. What is clearly a rice ball, and he's like, yeah, "Mm." and he's like, "I love jelly donuts." I swear to God, what a delicious jelly donut! I swear to God, I saw, and maybe this is a Mandela effect thing. I'm pretty sure a friend of mine had some Dragon Ball Z trading cards that had a plate of onigiri on them. And it was called, the card was named Jelly Donuts. No. So I don't think this was specifically a Pokemon thing. I think it was a American localization thing. They were like, what are we going to call these? Yeah. Is there a four kids Dragon Ball Z dub? I think so. Just a quick question. Because here's the thing. I'm like 95% sure that there is actually a Funimation Yu-Gi-Oh dub. I wouldn't doubt it. Hold on, um, I have to look this up there, real quick. There was definitely, like, the dub of Dragon Ball Z that exists today is definitely not the dub that existed when we were watching it on Toonami. Yeah. Like, because there there are even edited moments where it's like, in the first few episodes, there's a, there's a moment where Vegeta, like, flips off Piccolo or something like that. Mm. And, like, they wouldn't have shown that on Toonami at 3 p.m. Oh, no. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot they edited out the guns in Yu-Gi-Oh! So I love in that. The, in the Japanese version, there's, you know, guns. And in the 4Kids version, you just have these, like, hired goons pointing their fingers at people. It's hilarious. 
Oh, four kids. Hey, we're in America. We know that guns exist. Guys, it's the one thing we know. <laughs> um, well. Also, nobody dies in the four kids dub. They all get banished to the shadow realm whatever the fuck yeah. that means hey <laughs> i feel like they didn't they like create plots specifically around the shadow realm after a while well yeah. the shadow realm i'm okay i've never seen the Dap- japanese sub because i can't like find it and i mean admittedly have not looked very hard um or i think i have seen part of the japanese sub but it's been a very very long time but the shadow realm like is a thing in the manga, I'm 95% sure, it's a dark realm where, like, these games are held, and we, when the Shadow Realm gets summoned, it's serious business, right? 95% of the time, Duel Monsters is just a normal card game, but if a Millennium Item Holder is playing, and they make it, like, a dark game, quote-unquote, then it's like, oh shit, some serious stuff's about to happen. But here's the thing, like, people do die in Yu-Gi-Oh! Or they go insane. It, they, they don't yeah. just get banished to the Shadow Realm, but in the 4Kids sub, they always get banished to the Shadow Realm. So is ju- is the Shadow Realm just where, like, eldritch beings are? And you it's, get, like, eldritch knowledge and it just vaporizes you? It is where the Yu-Gi-Oh! dual monsters live. Ah... And it's also something Matt. I don't know. Honestly, the lore behind Yu-Gi-Oh! is very confusing to me. So, Yugi is exists, right? And he solves the Millennium Puzzle, and inside the Millennium Puzzle is the spirit of the pharaoh who has no name. And that pharaoh looks exactly like Yugi. And I'm pretty sure is a reincarnation, like Yugi's his reincarnation. But then mm. how does he also exist in the puzzle? Puzzle? Did he like split his soul? Yeah, oof, yeah, you're getting you're getting way deep. I have yeah. put this is, too much <laughs> we need the into this. we need the Yu-Gi-Oh iceberg out here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's deeper than you think. It, everything's crazy. It all runs deeper. <laughs> Do you want to know the canon reason for why, like the other Yugi, the Yugi who is in the puzzle, is taller than regular Yugi? Oh, in in the um, in the explanation that when he's when he pulls out Pharaoh out of the puzzle, he just stands up straighter. Yes, that is absolutely <laughs> it. Did you know that standing up straighter? Hey, ignoring your scoliosis can cause you to grow two feet. Neither did I. The show is perfect. Never change. <laughs> oh like my god! Hey, speaking of crazy ass dubs. Um, Ghost Stories is on Amazon Prime. Holy shit. Yeah. I've I've heard that name. Should I watch it? Oh my god, Ben. Do you not know about Ghost Stories? Oh my god. I don't. Okay. So for Ben and anyone else that doesn't know, Ghost Stories is an anime that was so poorly received in Japan that when it came to America for localization... The producers knew how unpopular it was and said, and like, I think it was also just bad. It was like unpopular and bad. And they were like, they knew how bad and unpopular it was. They were just like, hey, uh, American dub voice actors, 
no one gives a shit about this show. Make up whatever you want. Oh, and exciting. so they did. Oh, and so, so they did. Fuck. There's there's like one character who they make like a born again Christian and she just goes around and tells everybody that they're going to hell. This, oh, I think the dub came out in like the early 2000s and there are definitely yeah, some like jokes that I would 2001. consider. There are definitely some jokes that I would consider inappropriate today and they were definitely of the time, right? Okay. Um but it's just it's insane. Like it's I'm, fucking I'm nuts. excited. Yeah. Holy shit. You can go on YouTube and you can go see like best of ghost stories. Ghost stories is a very otherwise it's Travis is right. It's very mid. Like it's not even bad, it's just like dumb. Okay. And boring. That yeah. sucks. It's a very basic anime about some kids who do some like paranormal shit and yeah, they told him do whatever it takes to sell the show. The only condition was that the basic story and names of major characters and ghosts had to remain intact, but everything else was fair game. <laughs> this sounds hilarious. It, yeah. It's very funny. So yeah, it's it's on Amazon Prime. Actually, I think <clears throat> at some point Cat asked me about it. Cat was like, "Hey, do you know anything about this?" I was like, "Yes, I do." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I've heard, me- like I've seen memes about this show, but I have, I had no yeah, other knowledge. And about like, it. if you've if you've ever watched a like hilarious anime dubs compilation, you've probably seen some clips from okay. uh, Ghost Stories on there. I mean, I don't hate. I don't hate that possibility. Yeah. Of just seeing <laughs> dumb shit happen. It's yeah. very silly, Goofy. Okay. Very silly. Um, but it is very funny. And honestly, I've never seen the sub for Ghost Stories. I have no interest. <laughs> we we have enough as it is. Yeah. So what I want to do is watch Hunter Hunter. Honestly, I like that show way more than I thought I would. Really? It's so good. Well, it, like from I didn't know a lot about it. Okay. I just knew the Yu Hakusho guy made it. It is, it, interestingly enough, also a deconstruction of Shonen Jump protagonists. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I've never, I've never watched Hunter Hunter. You would no, probably I, dig it. Oh, it's yeah, very I probably good, would. Travis. I, I mean, I. it's one of those things where I know I'll like it, but I haven't started it yet because I know I'll like it. And if I start it, I won't have to stop. Coincidentally, this kind of transitions into like another half thing I've done is over the last two days, I've completely binged all of what is available of Comey Can't Communicate mm. on Netflix. Yeah. Very cute, ultra slow burn romance comedy slice of life anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. Highly recommend. Hell yeah. Uh, I guess that means it's my turn to talk about something I can't let go of. Yeah. Yes, it is. Hell yeah. So I haven't been watching an anime per se, but I do have uh, an employee at work who has a boyfriend who can't let go of Dragon Ball Z. 
shit. And like he like he watched it like back in high school. He's a little bit older than me, like early thirties. He's been mm. watching basically like fan fiction fights on YouTube that people make in comics and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And every <laughs> every few days that she comes in, she's like, I have to tell you about this dumb shit that he keeps making me watch. I'm like, fuck yeah, tell me about this shit. Because <laughs> I like I don't hate Dragon Ball Z. I kind of loathe it because it's everybody's mm. first it's everybody's first anime sure it's fine it's cool but it set the precedent that every fight in every anime has to be like three hours long let's hey let's just be honest with ourselves dragon ball z could never do what toshihiro uh sorry I'm mixing up their names. Oh my god! <laughs> it could never do what Yu Hakusho did. All right, yeah, never yeah. in a million years. Oh no, ever. Yu Hakusho was like, no, our fights are going to be like one and a half episodes at most, unless it's a very serious fight that we've been building up to for a season, yeah. aka Tagoro and Yusuke, and mm-hmm. um, the anime is going to be 112 episodes, which is perfectly fine length, Ooh. and fuck you it is a complete story like go fuck yourself yeah perfect show to be fair oh, some notes some notes I, I think the precedent for what dragon ball is now got set in the dragon ball z era mm. i think dragon the original dragon ball series which is based off journey to the west i think that is a little more I think it's a little tight. I think it's a little more tight. Like okay. it's still very long, but it's it's not as drawn out. You know as, what? Um, Dragon Ball Z is. I will say this: I have only ever seen Dragon Ball all the way through, so I will agree with you. Mm. But I have seen some of Dragon Ball Z. I tried to rewatch Dragon Ball Z yeah. a good few years ago, like in 2015 or 2016, something like that. I tr- I tried. I got to like I got from the beginning to uh Goku fighting Frieza on Namek mm. and I had to stop. I get to like because this. so there was just so little action happening between like per episode. It was ridiculous. Re- Ridiculous. You know, yeah. I could also get behind a show where they're not even fighting. They're just, like, shit-talking each other. But they're not even doing that. Mm-mm. You don't even have, like... Because, again, I've been watching Yu-Gi-Oh! And Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, card games take two episodes sometimes. Sometimes more than that. <clears throat> Which is incredibly obnoxious. And honestly, like, I would go ahead and say... I would never recommend a Yu-Gi-Oh! anime to anyone, you know? Because I talk about how insane it is. I do. But here's the thing. Ultimately, it is a show where you watch a lot of people have play card games. Mm. With, like, various risk risk assessments. If that's the show. That's the entire fucking show. Um, But... Even Yu-Gi-Oh, like, half the dialogue is like, Yu-Gi, you don't stand a ghost of a chance against my man-eater bug, and one wrong move will send you and your friend to the Shadow Realm, which is objectively, like, hilarious. 
to me. It's so goofy. Um, and, and that can be fun. Like, that could be enjoyable. They get so serious about this card game. <laughs> oh, God, hey, once again, I mean, Yugi has a perfect people... show. Everyone should watch it, but also do not watch it. Do not watch I've it. Been, do I've it. been... I've been... Do it. <laughs> I've been sticking my toes into the uh, the Pokemon card game community, and guess what? Adults do <laughs> they they do take that shit seriously. I know they do. I know yeah. they fucking do. And I know that you can actually win quite a bit of money being good at Yu-Gi-Oh. I, you know what is so crazy to me is I saw Yu-Gi-Oh for the first time when I was like twelve years old. Right, instantly was obsessed with the show. Have never seen. Another Yu-Gi-Oh! series. Have never played the game. I have rewatched Yu-Gi-Oh! once a decade <laughs> since I... W- I have rewatched Yu-Gi-Oh! at this point three times. Well, I'm in my third viewing right now. I mean... But the time, The time to be into Yu-Gi-Oh! was like 2003. God, it really I've was. heard people that like... The people that play the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG right now are people that have done it for a long time and they've like kept up with the format. Yeah. But even I've heard even them say do not start getting into Yu-Gi-Oh right now because the meta is ridiculous. Oh, not only that, I has again, I have seen the show all the way through twice and I've seen the abridged series and I've seen some of the movies. Like one of the movies. Um mm-hmm. Could not tell you the rules to the game. Do not. I hey. I do not know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh because the show is so. The show doesn't know the rules. They'll like vaguely explain it, but then you'll have Yugi like summon ten monsters, and it's like, what is happening? What is going on? Can you do that? No, you can't. You can't do that. I don't think. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh, guys. I don't know how to play the card game. I it remember, doesn't I, make any sense. I remember our friend Will trying to teach me. And I just felt like a dog that was being shown a card trick. All right. So first, <laughs> you put it a, a monster in defense mode. Then you place down a trap card, but you can't use this. Uh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. A gift that keeps on giving. Jesus. It's yeah. just... Like, I've... I've I've tried watching the Pokemon show a couple of times. I've I've tried watching the Pokemon show more than I've tried played or playing Pokemon the card game. Like I play the shit ton of the video games, but holy god does the card game play nothing like the goddamn video games. Different yeah. Rules, different medium. I don't know how yeah. to tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, oh, I have played a Yu-Gi-Oh video game. Nice. Oh, here's the other thing. Is like, I, so I've been playing Pokemon Emerald, and also I'm into like the Pokemon TCG. Mm. The um, like the type weaknesses and re- resistances are almost the same, but not similar enough for me to remember. So like, I will think that something is super effective against something in Pokemon Emerald because it's super effective against it in the TCG and that is not the deal. Nope. <laughs> you know what's always confused me about Pokemon? 
Why is it that fairies are weak against... What is it? Fairies are weak against... Um, no, dragons are weak against fairies. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, if anything, they because... should be friends. They should never fight against each other. No, fairies, fairies will fuck that shit up. They should be pals. That doesn't make any sense. At the very least, neutral. Because dragons are a type of fae. They needed to uh, add a a type that was going to be strong against dragon. Because I think dragon was pretty OP for a long time. Dragon was OP for the longest time until fairy was introduced. See, yeah. that makes sense. And, in fact, they even they introduced steel to... Tr- uh, there was something they introduced steel to... Uh, be good again oh i think they steel and dark were introduced to be effective again i know dark was introduced to be effective against psychic Mm. and i think steel is also effective against dragon Mm. i think that's why steel and dark were introduced oh in gen 2 yeah yeah that makes sense You okay, Ari? Yeah, just my brain has broken. (laughs) All you need to know about Pokemon is that it's just elaborate rock, paper, scissors. It really is. And sometimes if you are good enough, you can just brute force that rock, paper, scissors. Yes. You just keep playing rock, and they'll play water at you all you yeah. all they want. Yeah, but you're level one hundred, and that shit doesn't matter. We sat here and listened to your Yu-Gi-Oh talk, and I sat here and listened Boom. to your Pokemon I love talk. talk. Huh? <laughs> yeah, and I, per- I participated <laughs> in the Dragon I think we Ball t- Z talk. What do you, what is I think this? we what talked about, about Pokemon more than already talked about Yu-Gi-Oh. You're damn yeah. fucking right, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get to my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh character. Who's your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh character? Uh, he's my is favorite. It, is it, um, oh, is yeah. it the Valentine? Is her name Valentine? Her name is My Valentine. My Valentine. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, four kids. Oh, four <laughs> kids. Oh, four kids. Um, no, my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh character is Evil Bakura, who is the main villain of the entire show. He gets introduced in the first season. He is totally ineffectual until the last season. <laughs> does not is not able to do anything until he is the equivalent he is Yu-Gi-Oh's equivalent of Team Rocket except he never does anything good ever which I'm pretty sure <laughs> Team Rocket does and then the last season he like gets good at things like no, a competent and nearly kills the protagonist again po- Yu-Gi-Oh is a perfect show no notes Everyone go watch it, except no one go watch it. Also, he spends half the show possessing somebody. Do you want to know one of the big twists? He himself is possessed. It's a double (laughs) possession. Oh, God. You know what? I know I'm curious if there are any Yu-Gi-Oh! Supernatural crossovers. There has to be. There has to be. I think, hey, lads, I think I might need to go. I'm like putting on a hard hat and turning on the flashlight. I might need to go to fanfiction.net for this. Oh man. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Don't get stuck on that elevator. Oh god. <laughs> Pretty dangerous. Does fanfiction.net still ex- exist? Oh, Is it still up? It absolutely still exists. 
Oh, man. I mean, it's just full of ads, and it takes forever to fucking load. Hey, but you know what fanfiction.net has? A goddamn... A goddamn fucking... Um, app. Oh. Yeah. Okay, mm. so in the Yu-Gi-Oh! crossovers... There are crossovers with Harry Potter, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds, Sailor Moon, Naruto, Pokemon, Inuyasha, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc V. I don't know half of these Yu-Gi-Oh! shows. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds is also on Amazon Prime. Oh shit, is it really? I've actually yeah. heard that Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds is pretty good for a Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, I think show. it is. For a Yu-Gi-Oh! show. Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds is the one where it's like a literal dystopian world and also they play on motorcycles because they had run out of ideas. <laughs> I have also heard that Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, which is, the se- which is the second series they did, is like really good and really dark. Like it is a dark show. Which one's the ones with mm. the circus? Because that's the one I oh, watched like three episodes. That's regular ago. Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> they all have, really? That's the trick. They all have circuses. Uh, yeah, but there is a weird amount of clown imagery in the original Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. If you remember any like Tune monsters, that's um, yeah. The Tunes, honestly, that's, that's Dark Magician and Dark Magician Girl. Mm. They're clowns. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, when I, I wasn't talking about that, but yes, the, you're right. The the uh, the wizard that's a clock, that's a clown. That's absolutely mm. a clown. Do you mean? Hold on, get this is his name. Are you ready? It's time, wizard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, um, My Little Pony, Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel. Don't know what that is. Bleach, Kingdom Hearts, Ruby, Cardcaptor Sakura, Sonic the Hedgehog. There's Yu-Gi-Oh! and Ruby crossover? Yes, are you are. kidding me? No, I'm not. Hold on, I'm getting to the best part. Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and open that tab. It's <laughs> Hiei kills everyone and that's it. That's the fix. Gotta Please so. send that tab to the Discord. I will. Uh, Stargate SG-1. Stargate SG-1! What? <laughs> what? What the shit is that? The anime ones I expect, but Stargate I can SG-1? See, I can see they, they open a Stargate and they just Stargate right into the Yu-Gi-Oh! No. universe. Into the Shadow Realm. Why? Okay. Oh my god. Hold on. I'm not going to read all of these. Oh, because because the dual monsters get... It's like Egyptian mythology, right? That's yes. where it, the And that's... Where Stargate starts with Egyptian mythology. Yeah. Oh my god. Y'all, Jesus this is taking Christ. me right fucking back. Because there are some things that fi- fic writers did on fanfiction.net that is just not a thing on AO3. Okay, uh, let's see. What else of note? There's a Danny Phantom Yu-Gi-Oh fix. Um, Doctor Who, not surprised by that. Percy Jackson, Beyblade. Oh, remember Beyblade? Hell yeah, oh there's a uh, there's Beyblade series on Amazon Prime as well. Holy shit. I just canceled my Amazon Prime. I might need to take it I might need to start oh, it back what up. What a shame. Uh Detective Conan slash Case Close. Case Close was a good show back in the day, and I cannot there's been so many reboots, like I cannot find the original series. Yeah, shit, same. You know what the other um like Toonami show I used to watch back in the day that has had a lot of reboots that I'm like, I don't give a shit about these reboots. I want the original Cyborg 009. 
Yeah. I was really into Cyborg 009. Okay. Wait, the original or the one that they were showing on Toonami? The one they because were showing, the one on, they were Toonami. showing on Toonami. That was a reboot. Yes, it was a reboot. <laughs> the original is like from the 70s or something. But yeah, it's like in black and white. Yeah, it's super old. Um, okay. Ranma, X-Men Evolution, Twilight, and Supernatural. Shit. Oh, we finally got there. I know. Fuck. Wow, I can't believe I can't believe we got to there's, it at the end of the list. There's eleven. Oh, that's not the end. Sorry. That's just where I stopped reading. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just stopped when you got to Supernatural. Yep, there's more. Don't worry. There's more. <laughs> including nine totally spies fix. Hell yeah. I mean they were on the air at the same time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Gundam Wing, Shaman King. Holy shit, remember Shaman King? Ooh, Shaman King. Fucking Shaman King. I barely You know what I remember about Shaman King? The only thing I remember about Shaman King is when the Shaman King kid started his training. His trainer made him eat only white rice. And, like, he would eat white rice, and that was it while he was, like, working out. And then, apparently, because he only ate white rice and worked out for, like, six months, he was shredded. It was some one-punch-man one shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, can I say this? I saw the Shaman King series. I read some of the Shaman King manga. I could not tell you what Shaman King is about. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's an anime version of Sabriel. <laughs> talking about Sabriel last week. Uh, oh, the, that's right. In the last episode. <laughs> we talked about it in the last episode. Damn it. Alright. Hey, guys, we've been talking in this beginning session for like 50 minutes. We have to get to the Supernatural episode. <laughs> oh, God. We've been trying not to talk we about really this have. episode. Hey, do you guys want to talk more about Yu-Gi-Oh? I haven't even told you about the weird shipping culture around it. Oh. God, let's save it for I next well, time. let's you know, let's save that for another let's time. Save it, let's save it for a future episode. <laughs> we'll ship it to a next episode. <laughs> Fuck oh, you, Ben. All right, Travis. What is this episode called? This this uh, what's, <laughs> the supernatural episode? It's called Soul Survivor. Yep. Um, Sam. Uh, uh Sam captures Dean. And he ties him to a chair and he takes Sam takes Dean's shoes off to where Dean is barefoot and he tickles the soles of his feet until he becomes human again. I think I've seen that porn. (laughs) Ben, do you remember that porn that I shared with you a couple weeks ago? Was that not this? Oh yeah, I'm opening it right now. Oh perfect. Okay, thank you. Oh my god. Hey, there's a lot of weird porn music in Supernatural's like normal soundtrack, so this there, will be appropriate. Yeah, there is. This will be appropriate. All right, let's talk about it. Yeah. And we're back. Boo! Oh, Boo! God. I... Hiss! Hiss! 
I've said this multiple times before. Supernatural has a habit of not ending their previous season until three episodes into their current one. Yeah, yep. holy shit. Because what we got for these first three episodes ending with this episode with that like cliffhanger villain reveal that could have been this could have been the season nine finale that would have been fine yeah because we would have completely we we would have gone from dean becoming a demon to dean sam turning dean back into a human all in one little mini arc in four episodes. And that would have been fine. It would have been fine. It wouldn't have been as good as they could have done. But I agree. It would have been okay. But instead, what they ended up doing, and this isn't how we watched it, but what they ended up doing in practice and when the show aired, is they ended with a cliffhanger, Dean's now a demon. Holy shit, this is a huge deal. Dean hates demons. And they've teased him becoming a demon before, so it's like, wow, this is really happening. Yeah, then you and have then the what? The, the fans summer, have, like, six weeks to talk about it. Yeah, to build up buzz and to, like, write fanfic and talk on Tumblr or whatever the fuck, right? <clears throat> and live journal and all that shit. And then you get rid of it in three episodes. Yeah. Awesome guys, I love that. I I I love by love I mean hate. I hate it. Love the hustle boys. Yeah, because what they could have done was just kept Dean a demon for the rest of the show, which is what I think they should have done. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean the rest of season ten. I mean the rest of Supernatural. Yeah, it really, it because that would have been. An action that had a consequence. Mm -hmm. But we haven't had that since season five. Yeah. Like, we... Supernatural is so obsessed with returning to a status quo. Yep. Like, something fucked up happens, and then we have to return to status quo. We can't... Like, we... Basically, since season six, we have had this, like... Something fuck up happens, return to status quo. And I hate that. I hate that there has not been a real character progression since the end of season five. Yeah. I can't imagine, you know, as somebody who is a writer, both in like, I write my own original stories and I write fanfic, not for Supernatural, but for other fandoms. I can't imagine being handed a premise as juicy as character that hates X becomes X and being like, actually, I don't want to do that. Let's, let's not. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, guys. What? That's, what are you doing? Who wrote this episode? Is this a Buck Lemming? It is. Buck yeah. Lemming. What are you doing? It, it, it's a, I and like I I didn't even have to look if it was a Buck Lemming. I knew it was a Buck Lemming because the dialogue in this episode was so god awful. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah we're not. Uh, nobody's winning any Emmys for this one, huh? Oh hell no. <laughs> no. I'm gonna just find some of the dialogue for this episode because honestly, I barely remember it. 
Um, I, I can probably scroll down and find some. Here's some dialogue. Uh, Sam, you want me to debate you? This isn't even the real you I'm talking to. Dean, oh, it's the real me, all right. The new real me. <laughs> the me that sees things for what they really are. Jesus Winchesters. Do-gooders fighting the natural order. Let me tell you something. Guys like me, we are the natural order. <laughs> it's just, it's the way <laughs> it was set up. Oh, After shit. Oh, Lemming man. wrote this line, they immediately went to Riverdale and wrote on Riverdale for the rest of the show. No, I'm just kidding. Um, ooh, here's one. Okay, so in writing, there's the saying, it's kill your darlings, right? Uh-huh. Kill your darlings. So the lines that you write and you're like, holy shit, this is the best line that I've, anyone has ever written. I am the new Shakespeare. You cut those lines out, right? Because they're lines that people don't say. So here's one of those. You act like I want to be cured. Personally, I like the disease. Hey, uh, cut. Cut that line. People don't talk like that, Buck Lemming. Yeah. Cut that fucking line. Oh my god, here's another one. Here's another fucking mini monologue from Deem. You notice I tried to get as far away from you as possible. Away from your whining, your complaining. I chose the king of hell over you. Maybe I was just tired of babysitting you. Or always having to yank your lame ass out of the fire since forever. Or maybe, maybe it was the fact that my mother would still be alive if it wasn't for you. That your very existence sucked the life out of my life. Which, one, that's not even true, the Dean. The life out of my life. Fuck you, Dean. You Fuck sucked you. the life out of my life. The Jesus life- fucking Christ. <laughs> and then Sam says, this isn't my brother talking. And then Dean says, you never had a brother. Just an excuse for not manning up. But guess what? I quit. Oh, here's another good one. Um... So that little monologue was so important to Buck Lemming that they included a callback later. Dean, oh, ooh, is this you manning up? Sam, this is me lanking, yanking your lame ass out of the fire. Jesus Christ. So Jesus. I'm confused by this whole Here's- demon Dean isn't really Dean. Can someone explain that to me? Pretend like I'm an um, idiot. I, f- oh, God, it it is like it's not really <laughs> Dean because that's not how the real Dean would act. <coughs> even though it is how the real Dean would act, because that is the real Dean right now. Yeah. It is. I think at best, here's the best case interpretation I have for it. Sam is in denial about how Dean has been acting. Well, okay, so here's my question. So you're right, okay? This is pretty much how Dean acts. And I'm struggling with this idea that Dean is not Dean when he's a demon. Because Crowley is still Crowley, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, here's here's like a, uh, a, a dichotomy that we're seeing is Crowley is still Crowley, despite how much human blood he has been drinking. Right. But Dean gets the mark of Cain and dies and becomes a demon. Suddenly he's not Dean anymore. Yeah. I don't, that's I don't think so. I also just like, can we define what makes somebody who they are? 
Because every demon we've met on the show remembers their past life, has the memories of why they made the deal, sometimes Mm -hmm. even regrets why they made the deal, you know? A la Ruby, who, yes, ultimately betrayed Sam, but some of the way that is, like, some of the things that Katie Cassidy, as Ruby said, and some of the ways that Katie Cassidy played her, like, I can't take her as anything other than genuine. I have a little theory that they were going to go a different direction with Ruby, and then the writer strike happened, and they made the best out of a bad situation, because... Yeah. Go back and rewatch season three, because the way that Katie Cassidy plays Ruby is not... Like, somebody who's not genuine, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just, so what makes Ruby, like, Demon Ruby different from Human Ruby? And is she a completely different person? Well, no, that's asinine. Dean remembers being Human Dean. Demon Dean has all of those memories. He's just acting different now. It's really not that different as if he had, like, a mental breakdown or something and decided to act out. I just don't understand why Cass and Sam keep insisting that he's a different person. He's not. He did all those things. Ugh, I don't know. It's just stupid. Yeah. And I wanted the... I wanted Dean... to. I wanted the transformation from Demon Dean to Human Dean to be different. First of all, I didn't want him to literally become a human again. But second of all, if they were going to do that, then so the end of the episode, the way Dean gets caught is, okay, so Sam has him caught. He's feeding him human blood. He's got him in a devil's trap and with the demon handcuffs. And then because Sam feeds him so much human blood, he those traps don't work anymore. So he's able to escape. Mm hmm. So there's a little cat and mouse game around the bunker where Sam traps Dean inside so that he can't leave. But all that does is trap Dean in with Sam. And Dean is still enough of a demon that he still wants to kill Sam. I would argue that that means that he wants to kill Sam as a human, but they keep pretending that he's a completely different person. So what the fuck do I know? Um, Yeah, okay. The episode ends with Sam getting the drop on Dean with the demon knife. And he's in a position to kill him. And Dean's like, yeah, you're not really going to kill me. And Sam's like, you're right. I'm not. Just had a crazy (laughs) moment. Um, And then Dean gets ready to kill Sam. And here's the thing. In a saint show that was written by competent writers. No offense, Buck Loving. Um... That moment should have been Dean being like, holy shit, I've gone too far. I'm about to kill my own brother. And yes, I'm a demon, but he's still my brother. And then he steps back after that, right? Yeah. But instead, Cass stops him, and then they finish curing him. Like, am I crazy? This, This makes sense, right? Yeah, your qualms definitely make sense. It's the fucking, uh, it, there's like so many of courseisms that they just skip past just to make like better bunny ears around better moments for TV. Like, like having cast like a bear hug Dean 
and like have to like flex his angel muscles and shit. I feel like somebody was like, oh, that would just look better on TV instead of like a guy overcoming his demonic urge to kill his own brother. Yeah. Which is dumb. I don't know. It's really frustrating because they keep pretending that demons never do good things or have moments where they're not complete pieces of shit. Mm. And even if you want to be like, oh, well, Ruby was just pretending the whole time. Meg sacrifices herself for Sam and Dean and Cass. Meg. Fucking Meg. Mm. Crowley betrays Lucifer. Like, yeah, it's for in his own self-interest, but he still does it. He still puts himself at risk. Yeah. And ends up, you know, helping to save the world. Damn, for a second I was like, when was that? And it was all the way back in season five. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, I wanted to get a moment that, like, for sure is when Demon has not been tainted by human blood. Oh, yeah, 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 mm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to get, like, a truly... Because there's, you know, there's so much up in the air, I guess, about how human blood affects demons. I would say that eventually it, you know, has to at least kind of wash through your system, but I I don't fucking, I don't know. The show wants to pretend that if you get a drop of human blood in you, you're just changed forever. I mean, just like Sam got a drop of demon blood in him and he was changed forever until it stopped changing him forever. Yeah, but here's here's the thing. The show establishes episode one that sam is ultimately a very good person even with that demon blood. yeah that's true i mean he doesn't want to grow up and be a hunter which the so considers to be you know the ultimate sin i guess but he still absolutely you know protects people and loves people and does good things like he wanted to be a lawyer which i would argue can do some good for the world you know oh yeah Not every type of lawyer but there are lawyers who you know defend people and mm-hmm. yeah help people i who, i'd like know. to think if sam had actually become a lawyer he would be a public defender i would like to think that sam would be friends with uh basil rathbone <laughs> <laughs> there it is supernatural attorney at law yep <laughs> there it is you know I love you know I love the Baz. You know I love him. Uh, you know who Basil Rathbone is friends with? Who's that? Um, Kevin's mom. True. Who in my oh, alternate yeah, we, version of season nine? We talked about that. Escapes. <laughs> yeah, we did. In uh, the alternate version of season nine. Basil, uh, Kevin's mom and Kevin escape and they just go live their fucking life. And <laughs> I think Kevin runs like a coffee shop or something. I don't remember. He, he, that sounds right. He has a normal life. And then every once in a while, like supernatural creatures will show up and Kevin will be like, go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not dealing with you. But here's the thing. So Kevin's mom, um, becomes a psychiatrist, right? And at first, she's only a psychiatrist for, like, hunters and civilians. But then a monster is like, hey, I've been through some fucked up shit being a monster for my entire life, and I need, you know, a little bit of guidance. I need some help. And Kevin's mom doesn't turn the monster away. And then the monsters are like, hey, Kevin's mom, you're pretty cool. We're going to keep angels and demons and all that bullshit away from you. 
And then Kevin's mom falls in love with a sexy vampire lady. And is also really good friends with Basil Rathbone, Supernatural Attorney at Law. If you got a supernatural crime, Basil Rathbone is there to defend you. CW, give me a show. Give me a fucking show. Do it, you cowards. Come on! We don't need a Winchester's reboot. We need this. We need this. (laughs) We do, actually. Fuck. I know, right? God. Also, just a supernatural reboot, maybe? I don't know. So, (laughs) let's talk about Crowley. What's he doing? Yeah, he's kind of like, he's back to his uh, King of Hell stuff, but he's kind of aloof about it. Yeah, like, he's just kind of, he's sitting on his throne, and he's just kind of listening to people and going, all right, fuck you. So it took me legitimately one and five minutes time to understand this, but Crowley is punishing people who sided with Abaddon. Oh, that's him, like, what was going killing on. people or whatever, and I was just like, why does he keep doing this? And I was like, oh, they're the demons that sided with Abaddon. Um... But this episode has one of his, like, loyal demons being like, fuck you, Crowley. You suck. And then he emulates himself. Yeah. Which I honestly thought was pretty badass. It was. It was yeah. I, it, spicy it took me till the second watch to realize that he, like, doused himself in holy oil. Yeah. I guess holy oil affects demons now, which before used to be an angel thing, but <sighs> whatever. Whatever. Hmm. I love how at the beginning of Supernatural, demons were such a big fucking deal that, you know, if you went up against one, you had to be really careful. And then they got the knife, and it's like, oh, it becomes a little easier. And then it turns out that angel blades also affect demons and can kill them. And now killing demons is just like taking care of roaches. Yeah, Not yeah. pretty much. Deal. You get the organ guy out here, he, you're pretty much fine. You're set for at least six weeks. Then you don't need to call him back out again. Hmm. I'm just imagining like a dude with like a raid just for demons. Yeah. I will say that I don't hate this idea of like Sam and Dean essentially leveling up. And I we talked about that at the beginning of the show. But it's not like I love the idea that suddenly demons are just, you know, little pussy babies. Yeah, they're just jobbers yeah. now. They can just kill instantly especially because we're about to flash back to winchester where dealing with a demon is like the biggest hardest shit of all time which like dealing with a demon is still the biggest hardest shit of all time for any hunter that's not sam or dean winchester yeah which is pretty cool and i'm glad this show remembers that yeah Hmm. um but yeah Crowley doesn't seem to want to be king of hell anymore. And honestly, I kind of dig that for him. Mm-hmm. I would like that. I would like a Crowley who's going through a little bit of an existential crisis. Who, if um, yeah. if Crowley were to abandon his throne, who would he put in his place? Um, Absolutely no one. He would establish a communist society. Hell yeah. 
<laughs> or a libertarian and that's, society. Oh no, no kings, no masters, no gods. I was gonna say that's Only why bears. that's why every Republican <laughs> actually goes to hell because hell is secretly communist. Yes. Yes, it's the best, it's true punishment. There's no heaven or hell, it's just one afterlife, and whether it's heaven or hell depends on whether or not you are a capitalist or not. Yeah! Hey, (laughs) listeners, uh, if you think Crowley would set up a communist hell, tweet at us. If you think he would set up a libertarian hell, also tweet at us. I I accept (laughs) both answers. (laughs) <laughs> I think, I mean, like, the way Crowley currently has hell is it's very bureaucratic. There's a lot of waiting around. He even yeah. says so in this episode. Like, it's hell. That's what you do. You wait. Yep. And um, so I would like to think that maybe Crowley's hell would be a libertarian hell. I think like, there's just... There's just people killing each other willy-nilly. There's bears around because there's no one to get rid of the bears. You always forget about the fucking bears. Yeah. It's unbearable. You think you've set up... You think you've set up a perfect libertarian utopia, and then suddenly there's fucking bears everywhere. Hey, did you know that bears can climb ladders? Yeah. Wait, I'm not we, surprised. Yeah, I, are we doing a no. bears with tricks thing, or is I this mean, a real thing? It's both because I watched a video of a bear climbing straight up a ladder with no issue. <laughs> They've learned to climb ladders. We're fucked. Hey, haven't bears always been able to climb shit? Like, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. Bears. I, I mean, definitely at least black bears. They can climb the shit out of trees. I used to know a lot more about how to survive a bear, but I don't. I think brown bears are the ones that like just leave, like just walk away slowly. But I think, I think black so. bears you're supposed to play dead. Or something. No, black. I mean, black bears you can kind of yell at them and they just go away. Okay. They'll be. You know what? They'll just be like, if you make enough noise, a black bear will be like, "All right, I get it. I'll get out of here. <laughs> I'll fuck off." What to do if a black bear attacks? Because I truly want to know now, and I hate this fucking episode. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've already made the joke, but this episode was. Okay. Oh. (laughs) Ah. Bear attacks. Brown slash grizzly bears. If you are attacked by a brown slash grizzly bear... Leave your pack on and play dead. Lay flat on your stomach with your hands clasped behind your neck. Spread your legs. This is from NPS.gov. Uh, spread your legs to make it harder for the bear to turn you over. Remain still until the bear leaves the area. Biting back usually increases the intensity of such attacks. However, the attack persists. Fight back vigorously. Use whatever you have at hand to hit the bear in the face. Black bears. If you are attacked by a black bear, do not play dead! <laughs> <laughs> Try to escape to a secure place such as a car or building. If escape is not possible, try to fight back using any object available. Concentrate your kicks and blows on the bear's face and muzzle. If any bear attacks you in your tent or stalks you in the attacks, do not play dead. Fight back. This kind of attack is very rare but can be serious because it often means the bear is looking for food and sees you as prey. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, black bears are just little guys. Like, you can bop them on the nose and they'll go away. Yeah. Don't Brown bobby bear on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do it. That, you know that rhyme that's like, um, 
three dwarf mice are playing in a field and then a rabbit comes and picks them up and bops them on the head. What's that yeah. rhyme? Um, I think that's it. Little bunny flew through, hopping through the forest. Yes, that's it. That's it. Uh, something Picking up the field mice and bopping on the head. head. Yeah. I don't remember. Down that. came the good fairy. Oh, God. I'm so bummed out that Dean's not a demon anymore. I'm more bummed that we got to deal with this guy some at some point in a few episodes, probably. Which guy? The military guy. Oh, the military guy. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about him. Oh no! As, as did the show. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my issue with the whole Dean and Sam thing. Um. First of all, Dean keeps saying he doesn't want to be a demon. Just, like, let him, you know? Just let him be a demon. Hey, Sam, it's not a big deal, okay? Yeah. Like, just, he can be the demon that's on the team. I I mean, you know you already have Crowley, but he can be, like, the other demon. Yeah. Um, Also, uh, I am really annoyed that they spent the first two episodes very subtly almost too subtly, except for that one scene where Crowley yells at him, implying that Dean is conflicted. But this episode, there's no conflict. He just wants to be a demon. No conflict whatsoever. Yeah. Does not want to be human again. Just says, fuck you. Like, just wants to be a demon. Oh, also, remember last episode where Dean killed Lester? The guy who wanted to, like, summon yeah. a demon to kill his wife oh yeah mo yeah it turns out that that's sam's fault yeah sam <laughs> well so yeah dean tries to taunt sam by bringing up the fact that he knows this that sam basically set up lester with the demon deal to try to find sam because he he um Because he basically um, needs to like get a he needs to torture a demon to get the info, and that was like the best way he could do it, I guess. So I'm not out here to argue that that's not fucked up. I will go ahead and say that the show's been on for nine seasons, and we've seen our protagonist do a bunch of like really fucked up, morally gray shit. Sam killed a woman who he thought was maybe released from a demon after being goaded into it by Ruby back in season four. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. It was the nurse lady. Oh yeah. yeah. He had to kill her, like kill a demon and drink its blood. I don't remember what the circumstances were, but basically like the demon had seemed like she had unpossessed this woman and Sam still killed her. Anyways, if we're going to pretend that Sam is not this very morally gray protagonist, that ship has sailed. Morally gray, bordering on evil sometimes. Yeah. And Dean's the same way. Like, they're both fucked up. That's Hmm. why when Dean keeps talking about like, oh, we're the Winchesters, we fight evil, we're goody two-shoes, it's just like... Are you watching the same show? Yeah, no, I you're mean? not. If anything, so if I were to put the Winchesters on a D and D alignment grid, they would be lawful evil, 
Because they oh, do. Really? You they, think lawful evil? I think lawful evil because they do bad shit, but they abide by their own moral code. But that's not necessarily the same moral code that other hunters deal with. Like, mm. I bet if another hunter found out that Sam did this demon deal thing with Lester, they'd be like, "Yo, Sam, that's super fucked up. I hate you now." Yeah. yeah. Oh, almost certainly. I would put the Winchesters more. On chaotic neutral. Mm, yeah, I can see that. I don't think they're... I mean, I do think that they ultimately fight... Well, actually, I don't really know why the Winchesters fight anymore. Back in the early days, it used to be like, you know, hunting evil, saving people, the family business. But now... They don't even save like people keep, anymore. They just keep getting roped into shit. Yeah. They're just like... They're kind of like America with the rest of the world. We're the protectors, and y'all shut the fuck up, and we're going to go in here and, heavy bunny ears quotes, fix everything. Winchesters, fuck yeah. (laughs) But I don't know what they're fighting for. Each other, I guess? Kind of? They barely like each other. But they're family, I don't know. Are they really family? I mean, who the fuck knows? Dean is apparently a completely different person this episode. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about Cass real quick. Cass is not feeling so hot. Nope. He's been winged. He's still on this road trip with Hannah, and I'm fucking tired of that. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, why are they on this road trip? Are they just trying to get back to the bunker? Yeah, they're just trying to get back to the bunker, and they keep having to make stops. But why can't Hannah just teleport him there? Oh, Han- no angel has their wings anymore. Even after yep. locking Metatron up? Yeah. But how did they all... Oh, there was a door back to heaven, but none of them have wings. Yep. Okay. This is actually one of the things that Supernatural commits to. No angel has wings. Unless they weren't included in the fall. Gotcha. Yeah. Their wings burned up in the fall, and that is it. And honestly, kudos to Supernatural for grounding, like, all of the angels. I'm going to give them, actually, half a kudos, because here's why. Now, they have um, a way to, like, ground cast so the Winchesters have less of a a make it easy button. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? The Winchesters no longer have that like huge boost. Yeah. I mean permanently depowered cast. They gotta they gotta do it at some point every time. Yeah. But yeah, Cass is having a bad time. The grace he's borrowing is killing him. Um, he and Hannah are still on their very long road trip. It's not going well. Uh, Hannah seems to want to, like, come on, little mama, let me whisper in your ear to Cass. Yeah. And Cass is not into it. He's totally missing it. Does not see the fucking smittens on the wall. Oh, no, he gets it. Like, he gets that Hannah has a crush on him. 
But he says, no, thank you, Hannah. I'm in love with Dean. You've got eyes for one. I don't know why, but he is, apparently. To the point where he, like, misses out on obvious, very big red flags. Yeah. Cass likes a fixer. (laughs) He really does. (laughs) He chose the ultimate fixer of all time. Dean Winchester. Yeah, fuck. Fixer upper. Sure, he's a huge asshole who mistreats me, but he's a good man somehow. He's done so much. Not recently, but like one time. Barely even that time. Yeah. I really do like Hannah. And uh, I don't know. Sweetheart, it was never going to work out. We have to keep baiting Destiel because that might happen eventually one day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Who knows? Mystery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that gets resolved. Uh, mostly because Crowley comes in and saves the day. He Crowley ex machinas everything. Yeah. So they get attacked by the angel from episode one of this season. And, uh, <clears throat> as it's like beating the shit out of Hannah and about to beat the shit out of Cass, Crowley comes up, steals her grace, kills her, makes Cass eat it. Honestly, that was probably the most badass moment of the show. Of Pretty this much, episode. Yes. Yep. That's how Cass shit. makes it back to Dean to save Sam. And then they have one of the most infuriating conversations of all time. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I like I wonder what I mean, okay. Part of me wonders what Crowley has planned for Cass to be doing, but also I know that though that's just going to be an empty line 10 episodes down the road. Like the real reason Crowley got cast some more grace is because the writers again wrote themselves into a corner and needed a way out Mm. yeah holy shit mark shepherd's son was in this episode i know and so was um so was daniel ackles brother and niece really yeah they were they were all they they were all demons in crowley's court oh shit uh I learned that from supernatural.fandom.com, well, my I, favorite supernatural website. <laughs> well, I learned it from my favorite supernatural website, supernaturalwiki.com <laughs> slash no! 10.03 underscore soul underscore survivor. You fool. <laughs> oh, shit. I'll send you to the shadow realm. <laughs> there, you know what's hilarious, Travis? What's that? There's a guy... Do you remember Yorkie from Letterkenny? Yes. Is he in this, in this episode? episode? Yeah, he is. Who is he? He is demon number one. Jesus. <laughs> was he the first guy that Crowley was talking to that and, and he killed? He's gotta be. Because like uh he's gotta be like the first person killed. Cause in like the way this it's listed, it's him, and then it's like the old guy who like talks in his ear. Okay. Yeah, because it but not like the 
Because it wasn't the dude that was like, yo, Crowley, I can be your new wingman. It was not that guy, no, I, I don't think. I think that was Luciano Dipolito. So oh, man. Dude- he, <laughs> was that a... Was that a Sopranos crossover just now? <laughs> I think so. You you guys know Italian people exist in real life, right? Like no. that's just not a thing that happens on the Sopranos. It's not. Wait, it's not a race. It's a they myth. Italian. It's, it's a myth. Race. Italian people are real. <laughs> hey, uh, Gabagool! You know yeah, the two Gabagool. the two fantasy races they have on the Sopranos: <laughs> high elves and Italians. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Um, okay. Hey, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to my favorite line from the show, which is Hannah saying, your preference to die for your principles, it's very noble, but it is meaningless. Jesus Thank you, Christ. Hannah. Christ. Again, fucking I know. kill your darlings. I know. But, so, I want to give this episode a compliment. Okay. Can I give it a compliment? Yep. Can I, just a little one? Yeah. No. I'm going to give it a little compliment. Mm-mm. You can give it a compliment. Give, give it a compliment time. and I'll tell you what kind of sandwich it is. Okay, great. <laughs> this is going to be more of a soup. So, <laughs> there's a scene in this episode where Cass is like, no, don't kill Hannah. Take me instead. Right? Mm-hmm. You remember that scene? Yeah. And here's the compliment. It reminded me of a manga I really liked when I was a kid <laughs> called Triple X Holic. I don't know if I'm saying yeah, that right. It was uh-huh. XXX Holic. And there's this scene in that manga where the main character is like, hey, don't kill this girl. Take me instead. And the person they're talking to is like, you're a fucking idiot. Never say that again. Nice. If you... You have a life that's worth living, and if you believe this girl does too, uh, you should fucking fight for it instead of being a pussy. Hell yeah. He does, and he ends up like saving this girl, and that scene reminded me of that. And that's it. That's my compliment. What kind of sandwich is that? Um, so. You know how if you've ever had a sloppy joe and you've gone to let, but it's like a build your own sloppy joe. So you have on your plate, you have a bun, like you got the bottom bun and then you got the top bun. And then you have a ladle and then you pick up the ladle full of sloppy joe stuff and then you put it on the bottom bun. But you have misinterpreted how big this ladle is in relation to the bottom bun and it just totally smothers the bottom bun. It's gone. And then you just kind of feebly place the top bun on top of the sloppy Joe mess in defeat, wondering if you can even eat this sandwich with your hands or whether you'll just have to be scooping up sloppy Joe mess with a spoon until you eventually get to the completely dissolved bottom bun. No. Okay, so that's only an experience I've had. No, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> I thought it was a, like a chili dog with like a watery chili with like not just beans, not just meat, but also like beans, onions, cubed tomato, and then just like the worst kind of hard bread. Like it should have been, it should have been thrown out 
months ago. And then, like, you take a bite into it and you see some mold. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. That's how I feel about the episode more than I feel about your compliment, because I kind of, like, zend out the middle of it, I'll be honest. That's fair. I kind of zend down the middle of Travis explaining his fucking sandwich. <laughs> I've been thinking about Sloppy Joe's lately. What can I say? I've been thinking I mean, about chili dogs. Hey, Travis, say less. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> say more fuck it. can I <sighs> go ahead and say that okay I want to talk about my least favorite scene in the episode okay I don't know how I've gotten this far without talking about my least favorite scene but here we are we're doing it now we're doing it live it's the ending scene between Cass and Dean. Oh, God, yeah. Uh... So, Dean... Okay, so this is how the episode ends. And it is so fucking insulting. I can't handle that. I'm going to try to find a quote. But, um... Dean has been cured. He is now a human. Which means he's... <clears throat> back to his old self. Whatever the fuck that means. And Cass is like talking to Sam and Sam is like alright well I'm gonna go get a drink and just like calm down because I'm sleepy or whatever you know this has been a hard day I've almost been murdered by my own brother so complicated um and then the final scene is between Cass and Dean and Dean's like, how do I face Sam? I almost killed him. And Cass is like, nah, it wasn't really you. It was a different guy who looked exactly like you. Oh, man. And that's pretty much how the episode ends. Um, and it's just infuriating. That's actually not the final scene. The final scene introduces, honestly, the, one of oh, my yeah. favorite postseason uh, five characters. Hmm. But... Yeah, we'll we'll get to her in a second, but she is um, perfect. So, kind of the best part of the episode, really. Oh, for, and she doesn't even say anything. She's, yeah, 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 she's amazing. She does it all with the look. Honestly, Travis, I am not kidding. I love this character so much. I mean, so I'm looking much. forward to seeing what she's got in store. Oh, it's oh God, she's great. a lot, a lot. A lot. I I love this character so much, I ship her with another character. <laughs> also, can I just say, never before, I've not really ever been attracted to any supernatural actors. Objectively, I think, like, Misha and Mark Shepard and, you know, Jared and Jensen are all, like, object- objectively attractive people. But I've yeah. never been like, I want to bone you. I want to bone the actress who plays this character. <laughs> More accurately, I want her to bone me. Mm. Like, let's get in some pegging action, girl. Let's Hell fucking yeah. do it, because you are hot. You know how I feel about older women. Definitely. Especially when they're morally ambiguous. <laughs> but I hate that conversation between Cass and Dean, because it should have been between Sam and Dean. yeah. Like, why is this happening? 
Like, why did I have to get this fucking far? Yeah. Yeah. Dean needs to talk to Sam. Sam needs to talk to Dean about what just happened. But we never get that scene. It's absolute madness. I have no idea why. And I hated it. I hated it. I think the the stinger of this episode had the best dialogue of the episode. Oh, no dialogue? (laughs) Yep. You're right. It's perfect. Perfect. I love her. I love her so much. No notes. You're perfect. (laughs) Change nothing. Change. Hey, change fucking nothing. All right. Any final thoughts about this episode? Um... Trash it started again. In fact, don't even make it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, can. Mm, will it get better from here? Uh, Are you asking or guessing? No, that's just my thought on the episode. That's just my full thought, period. Will it can it get better from here? I'm gonna say signs are unlikely. I will say this. Does it get better? Uh, this season is rough. I mean, is every episode as rough as these three? And we are we are at the introduction of one of my favorite characters. So yeah, mm. there I mean, is like positives to the season. It's not like every yeah. moment is awful. I mean, like we had some positives to season nine. I think was Benny in season nine. No, that was season eight. eight. Jesus Christ! What the fuck happened <laughs> in season nine? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Are you guys ready to read some reviews? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. This is going down in history on IMDb as one of the poorly reviewed episodes for, you know, a Supernatural IMDb review. Nice. All right. I'm going to read this one because from title alone, I'm curious. Best season 10 episode so far. Oh, no. Hold on. Let me finish. Personally, Supernatural was the first of all series I felt really drawn to. It had all of my desires. The supernatural, good acting, good stories, good humor, manly stuff, and no strong female lead roles. What? Okay. What is this from you? What? You know what my favorite part of Supernatural is? No women. All right. I can't wait to read more. This review has to have been written by a man. Has to. Ha- well, I hope. It was also written in 2014, if that means anything. I mean, it makes the it show, a little... It makes it make a little more sense. I mean, does it, though? I okay. mean, not really, but yeah. No, the show had the meaning of the bro code. If it hadn't been for that, I would have stopped watching after season five. What? There's still a lot of good stuff, but some of the Wait. episodes are just so slow. Huh? Is this person saying they like they watched up until like season five, 
and then watched this one random episode from season 10 and then decided, you know what? I'm going to give Supernatural another shot. Hey, they <laughs> Is got that what the, the fuck they're saying? They got the definition of the bro code here. Oh, I don't, God. I don't think that's what they're saying. I think they're saying, like, because the show is so strong in the bro code... It's oh, worth God. watching. I don't fucking know. That is yeah. one of the most 2014 things I've ever heard. No, right? Yeah, fuck. That is some fucking How I Met Your Mother shit. Okay. There's still a lot of good stuff, but some of the episodes are just so slow and restless. It's like being a kid and making a scenario with your favorite action man. The action man is still cool, but you're stuck in the scenario and can't really come up with many good ideas for what to do next. Hey, bro, from one bro to another as part of the bro code... Leave the metaphors to other people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just attempt meta twos, please, from now on. Yep. I really, really enjoy the show still, but it's not like in the good old season one to five days. The Dean Mon could have been a really good twist, but maybe they were afraid of making new scenarios where Sam and Dean weren't having their strong bro code anymore. And regarding the new hell... Where's the Hellraiser theme Dean talked about in season four? Seeing Crowley in a crypt being restless and angry at the other demons doesn't fulfill me. I want to see blood, monsters, listening to tormented screams and having the feeling of constant hellfire. I'm looking forward to the next episode anyways. With season nine, they started having some stories again. And maybe season ten can be the best of five to ten. But more action and less Crowley sulking in hell. Seven out of ten. Wow. Yep. Jesus. Do you want to hear the lowest rated review? That wasn't the Hell. lowest? Oh, no. Nope. That was a good review. It was a 7 out of 10. Oh. I'll read the lowest one and then I'll find a high one. Awful, awful demon characters and Psycho Dean. I don't understand. I just don't understand why random characters in Supernatural don't make any sense. Why does that demon care so much to burn himself off? It's a freaking demon. Neither did that demon who wanted to be buddies make buddies make any sense. Oh yeah, there's a demon who's like, "Hey Crowley, I'll be your wingman, bro. I'll I'll do the bro code with you, brosif." Bro chacho. The snorefest that is Anna and Castiel. Cut that screen time in, and it would actually be good, but no. Also, I'm so over the senseless killings, like the ones with the rogue angels or whatever. Why does Dean say to Sam that Lester lost his soul? No soul. Crowley said that. And Sam should know how it works, but okay. Why in the world are are these two talking about killing Dean? Why? Why would they think a normal demon blade would work when it did not Abaddon? That's actually a good point. Why? Why do we not see for even one minute the cool powers Dean would have from the mark? What was that rewind with Crowley from the five minutes green time we have had with the guy? The best thing was obviously the bunker chase. Crowley helping cast was a good twist tool, too. But damn, when did this show become so much of a drama with absurd nonsensical characters? Demons are a complete joke now. Six out of ten. I want to address the question, when did this show become so, such a drama? Season one, episode one, baby. <laughs> oh, it's no. always been a drama. <laughs> you're right. You're right. All right. Here's a high rated one. Calm. No much action at all, but game changing. 
This is Soul Survivor, one of the most expected episodes of season 10 so far. Seeing the sneak peek of this episode some months ago was good enough to trigger our excitement. Well, it was good. Not what I expected. Could have been better. But hey, I want to explain something for you. If you don't like this episode and went moaning and crying crying oh fire carver bring Eric back Ooh, why am i still watching this show well here it goes first of all this is a different kind of show it's smart it's writing sometimes confuses us and we say we don't like it but in the end we understand and change our minds believe me this cure that happened the conversation sam and dean had it wasn't simply curing the dean mun or simple conversations the show has a plan up ahead and again, we're going to get stoned with what we will see. Believe my words, because I've been a fan of this show since it's gold years. Think about these things before you start complaining. Deanma was cured too easy, wasn't it? He still has the mark of Cain, doesn't he? He will need to kill when Sam was curing him. Demon got the point of humanity slash demonic state that the handcuffs and the trap weren't holding him back anymore. So think about this. Was Deanman really cured? So stop complaining about what you don't understand. What you didn't like will open doors for many other storylines. The brothers won't fight like they're used to. The angel storyline needs to stop now. Nine out of ten. So this person like reviewed this, person. this in 2020, uh, in 2014, and I desperately want to know what they thought of the rest of the season. I hope they reviewed every episode of season 10. Yeah. I There was a lot going on in there. Um, there was something I wanted to address, but I forgot what it was. Oh, get rid of Carver. Bring Crowley back. Is that an option? Or bring Eric back. Is that an option? It was not an option. I can definitely tell option. you that. I, hey, I'll tell you right now, honestly, I really don't want them to bring Eric Kripke back. Like, my issue is not that we have a new showrunner or that they're doing different things. It's that what they're doing is not very good. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Honestly, this isn't even really like, I mean, okay, I will say I don't love the direction Carver's taking the show, but like, this is not an issue I have specifically with him as a writer. This could be something any showrunner would do. Yeah. It's not like Carver got the show and then suddenly the show was bad. Like, season six and season seven weren't great. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. Yeah. I really... Just bringing Eric back wouldn't do... Anything. The show's been, like, driven down into a hole for seasons at this point. Yeah. Um, Bringing Eric back at any point wouldn't have saved the show because Eric had a plan, and he executed Mm -hmm. it, and then he was done. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I think would have really saved the show? Ending it at season five. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, yeah, definitely. Um, I think if this show had ended at season five and then stopped or been canceled after season five, it would have gone on to be a cult classic Mm -hmm. and much more beloved than it is now. Mm. Especially in the post-season 15 state that it is in. Yep. I feel like a, a way more people would have like looked back longfully about the show 
instead of today because like so many people i talked to today about the show supernatural are like oh shit yeah i fell off at like season five season six season seven and they're mm-hmm. like i heard it kept going to like season 16 or 17 i'm like almost almost yeah but you're it, it if it i feel like they should have stuck with a spinoff after season five and done something different told a different story in the universe and i it would have been a much better choice we could have ended at season five and then gotten a Bobby spinoff. Yeah. God, I want to live in that universe. Yeah. That's a universe where Trump never won the presidency, you know? Yeah. That's mm. a universe where they never made new Coke. <laughs> it's a universe or, where Bush only had one term. Yeah. <laughs> or no terms. Yeah. All right. Fellas, any final thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, hopes, wishes, dreams, realities, unrealities? I think we were just talking about parallel universes that we would prefer to live in. Yeah. That's fair. Um, before we do our official sign-off, I want to... I, I, I posted about this on Twitter and I talked about it in Discord, but I got to help out on this um, uh, Animal Crossing food zine. Um, and the benefits are going to a, um, an organization that is helping the families of shooting victims in South Texas. Um, so you can go, um, I believe it's gumroad.com. We will post a link. Yeah, we'll we'll post a link to it, and it, like I said, it's on Twitter. Um, just yeah, go to our Twitter or um, or <clears throat> you'll you'll see it. I'll I'll make it the pin tweet. Uh, but yeah, it's uh it's money going to a good cause, and it's a project I helped out with, and it's some of my favorite people that make a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, they made a Zelda cookbook. They made a Mother slash Earthbound themed cookbook. They they've done. Oh, hell uh, yeah. They did a um, Fire Emblem cookbook zine. So they, they have a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, so yeah, go uh, go download uh, Helping Horizons version 3. Make a donation. Um, and uh, make some really great food. Travis, I have an important question. What's that? In the Earthbound cookbook, is there fuzzy pickles? There might be. I don't. I don't actually have the the um, damn the Earthbound cookbook. I uh, I guess I gotta go get it. Yeah. Shit. It, uh, it it went out of print before I was able to get it. I mean they they damn. they did like a Kickstarter for it, and then mm-hmm. basically the only people that have print versions are uh the people that downloaded got like got the Kickstarter. I may be able to oh, get my you. hands on it. Mm. Thank you so much, and go uh, check that out and support a good cause. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that with us. All right. Travis, the next episode is one of the worst-rated episodes of Supernatural ever. It's not fan fiction, is it? No. Oh, God. It is called Paper Moon. Paper Moon? What is it about? Paper Moon? That is what I just said, yes. Yeah. 
What? Yep. Yeah, it's called Paper Moon. Yeah, it's called, what? it's called Paper Moon. I... I don't... I just... <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, okay, I, I, def- I've, I just... I flipped over to see the little, like, two-sentence synopsis on SupernaturalWiki.com, my favorite website. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I can't even fathom what I'm reading here. Yep. <laughs> I just... I can't believe it. I think for the first time in Supernatural and Hey, Ask But History, Travis is stunned into... I like we we go from that to fucking werewolves. Yep. We get a teaser. Yep. Of a brand new villain. Yep. And then we got to be like, oh, fuck that werewolves, though. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what happens in the next episode. I do not have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, buddy. Boom. You predicted several episodes coming up. I have predicted episodes of the past, the of the present, and what will be. Hey, Travis, I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm pretty sure it will. <laughs> Anyways, if it does, we'll talk about it next time on Hey Ass Bud. Oh. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sticking with us during like the hard times. Want to hear more from us? You can check out our socials at Habcast on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and Hey Ask But a Supernatural podcast on Facebook. You can also find our uh, Patreon, yeah, patreoncom Habcast. Where for one dollar a month, you can join our Discord, which are where a bunch of cool stuff happens. Uh, we usually post stuff we talk about like in the episode, so that's always fun. And then um, for three dollars, you gain access to the other show we do, Let's Shag Ass, where we watch things that supernatural actors have been in that are not supernatural. Um, until next time, have fun and don't die. Fuzzy pickles. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>